Welcome to Top Shelf Tech. We're doing um, AWS recap this week. Uh, very exciting, of course, with reInvent on. Normally, I'd, um, I'd enjoy this time of year up in uh, Las Vegas. It's kind of been my uh, end of year sabbatical somewhat for the last few years where I could spend some time thinking about what's coming next and um, soaking in. Uh, not so this year, but we've been fortunate enough that AWS has put on an awesome show so far online. And to talk to us about that today, we've got Haran, Head of Territory for New Zealand. And Haran, welcome along. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for having me here. It's just awesome to be here. Uh, what a difference a year makes, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, had, we had nearly like um, <laughs> close to 60,000 visitors last year to reinvent in Vegas. Uh, but it's gone all virtual now. Like, yeah. We are expecting around 250,000 people uh, logging in. Uh, and, and it's just, just always awesome to really uh, be there physically, but this yep. time be there virtually, right? Uh, and, and like you said, there's always quite a lot of things which come out of reInvent, uh, which is what I have been looking forward to in my last four years in AWS. Yes. Uh, the stuff that comes out during reInvent is just a bucket load. It, it is, it is. Yeah. It is. I truly do use it. I sort of, um, before this Christmas break, just sponge up, you know, it's busy end yeah. of the year, yeah. sponge up some stuff and, and, and you spend the Christmas break thinking yeah. about, you know, what, what direction are all these things taking us? Exactly. And, and it's it's a really a lot of things for our customers as well. And the interesting thing is like 90% of the stuff that comes out are driven from customers telling us, hey, look, yes. we would like to have this. I wish you had this one. And likewise, for example, this year, we have quite a, quite a lot of announcements around different instance types, etc. But I'm actually going to talk to you today about two really interesting stuff. Uh, one, the stuff that's happening around Connect. Yep, which is a service that's gone gangbuster, especially during these challenging times. A lot of organizations, yeah, yeah. and uh, of course, the topic that is quite top of mind for a lot of people, which is machine learning, right? Uh, and there's a whole bunch of customer announcements around there. But let's maybe that's what I would like to cover in the next ten minutes or so with you. So AWS Connect, let's start there. We've seen a number of customers pick that up um, mm -hmm. locally, but we've got um, announcements this week. I think four new key features yeah. uh, that really offer, um, you know, take. You know, I think when it was released a couple of years back everybody could see the promise and now you're starting to see that promise translate into new features that really hone that customer experience yeah exactly and, and it's interesting because if you take a few years back when amazon retail was trying to find a solution that fits their call center yes uh, they looked around there was actually none so we decided to build something and this is where the origin of amazon connect really comes in uh, and it started off slowly as with a lot of things in aws uh, but it's gathered momentum and what's actually happened covid's really accelerated adoption from a lot of customers and you're absolutely right we had few customers here more than a few customers uh, like for example vodafone uh, they, they get about 1.7 million calls to their calls and every month Yes. And they are moving now to AWS Amazon Connect to really move all that stuff onto Amazon Connect. Um, and likewise, Trust Power, again, one of the energy uh, retailers in, in the market, right? So Amazon Connect is interesting because it's an omni channel uh, call center service that actually services call centers as small as maybe just 10 people, 10 agents to as big as thousands of agents, right? Uh, it scales up pretty well, uh, really good cost performance because you actually pay as a customer, you only pay for the stuff that your agents are using. Uh, you're not paying for massive upfront investments on the call center application that we have with Amazon Connect. And uh, uh, in fact, we actually launched five different new features on that. Five, I yeah, got it five, wrong. Five, well, yeah, one no, more. Yeah, it's, it's always more. I'm like, yeah. I look tomorrow, there might be another one. <laughs> right? And uh, firstly, like a uh, couple of interesting ones. Uh, so there's a, a, a customer profiles for Amazon Connect. Uh, 
uh, what the disease Jeremy like a lot of our customers say hey, look you know their agents have to go between multiple systems just to figure out who's yes. the customer who's yep. calling what's their profile what's their history but what Amazon Connect customer profiles does it it actually pulls everything into one place for the agent to look at so this draws on your data experience your capability exactly. to draw you know build data likes etc and starts to bring that into the the world of Connect. Absolutely, and on top of that, a lot of machine learning as well. Yes. All right. So there's a couple of other features that we are launching there, like um, Amazon Voice Connect, Connect Voice, which actually helps uh, the callers to be identified through their voice alone. So uh, customers yes. don't yeah. really have to tell. Hey, look, my num my custom ID is A B C X Y Z, right? Uh, when they speak to the agent, it automatically yeah. gets uh, identified as who the caller is, and they get routed to the right type of uh, agent profile as well. Because some of the challenges customers have is how do I match the customer profile? You have a high profile customer that needs to be serviced by a more experienced agent versus a newer customer or a smaller business customer that needs to be managed by a different and type that, of that agent. That voice identification is quite a simple thing, I guess, in, in some regards. But on the flip side, if I'm calling somebody now, I'm always yeah. on my mobile. Okay. So they ask me for my customer number and where's my customer number? Yeah. It's on the app on my no mobile. So you sort of, you know, take, you yeah. know, phone Hold away. On. Yeah, <laughs> it's the up and down, right? It's, it's always challenging. Yeah. So these are two interesting pieces there. Uh, on top of that, actually, uh, so we talked about customer profile, Amazon Connect Voice, and, and in terms of for the agents themselves, quite a large amount of time that they spend is really trying to open up and complete tasks. So we have launched Amazon Connect Tasks, uh, which simplifies that whole operation. Just like taking a call or creating a chat, you actually just do that so it gets logged into different systems. Because today, agents have to go into multiple systems to log yes. their tasks. And it's really an admin piece which you really don't want the agent to be doing. Uh, so this simplifies that part as well. Uh, then we have actually uh, Amazon Connect contact lens for Amazon Connect, uh, which enables the managers or the supervisors in the call centers to really go in and jump in when certain things like uh, when, when they see a customer is getting unhappy with this their is experience. sentiment analysis exactly. using email to exactly those yeah exactly yeah. so uh, using machine learning we actually identifying things like customers saying I'm not happy for example mm. or I need a refund. Uh, so rather than actually waiting for the agent to be escalating this, this quickly alerts the managers to jump in and actually support it and give a better customer experience. End of the day. Yes. Because yep. as long as you keep your customers happy, uh, that's that's it. And it's it. pretty important. You know, we, we run um, service desk here ourselves for our customers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my experience with them is often um, the economics of dealing with a problem immediately and upfront and saying, actually, I can resolve that issue right now. You don't have an unhappy customer who's calling yep. back who needs to speak to a manager. Exactly. And the knock-on effect actually is, um, is is quite, I think, compelling exactly. to a business. Exactly. And, and it's really about building that customer experience. And one great example is actually what BNSAD is going to do here in New Zealand. So they got about 800 staff in their call center. What they're doing is they're going to adopt Amazon Connect for all their staff. But more interestingly, uh, they are launching the first Kiwi voice capability. That's built on Amazon Poly uh, and machine learning capabilities that's underpinning that. Uh, what it does is like if you are a customer who's calling into a BNZ call center in the future, you'll be answered by uh, Afina, which is the Kiwi voice, first Kiwi voice capability first ever in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and you can speak in three languages, English, um, yep. Maori, yep. and Kiwi as well, right? <laughs> so it's really <laughs> got all the slangs in Kiwi in yeah, there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. This is just awesome yeah. to really see. Uh, so this is the first time that an organization in New Zealand 
really actually launches. So they'll be moving 800 of their agents, all the agents effectively onto Amazon Connect as we go forward. Um, like um, be like watching a movie and you've got a Kiwi actor in it and you see it and it just is jarring. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, yeah, you know where it's going from. <laughs> used to hearing an Americanized voice or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's true. So it's called Afina and BNC just announced that. So it's really great to partner with customers like that for us in the market. Uh, and like I said, Vodafone is another customer who's actually just uh, announced in November that they'll be moving their call centers on AWS as well. Uh, and they're also supporting a lot of their customers to move uh, on their contact center. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, yeah. learn yourself and teach exactly. your customers. Yeah, Absolutely. it's a great model. Yeah, yeah. So cool. that's, that's a lot of stuff that is happening around uh, happening around Connect specifically as a, as a service, and which we have seen a lot of customers adopt at the moment, especially because of COVID and the fact that yeah. they need to spin off call centers, get people working from different locations. Uh, and 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 in a much more cost-beneficial uh, cost way for the organization as well. And we had call centers here in New Zealand that couldn't mm -hmm. function with COVID as well. So I think, mm -hmm. you know, people have figured out pretty quickly that, you know, um, that, that tech debt, you have to repay it. And if you're going to repay it, you may as well actually go implement absolutely. something that's um, yep, going to give right. you some business advantage as yep, well. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's what you're seeing. Customers are coming to us saying, how can we deploy something faster? Uh, how can we deploy something that is omnichannel, yes. not just the voice piece, but also the chat piece, etc. Absolutely, that's yeah, yeah. combined. That's all part of the experience that you're giving to end customer, and that's what what Amazon Connect as well as the underlying machine learning capabilities actually provide our customers to do with their customer experience. So, speaking about machine learning capabilities, mm -hmm. you're also mm -hmm. pretty excited about some of the machine learning announcements. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, and the machine learning announcements, what we heard from Andy Jesse in the first day, is just really the be a brief part of it. There's going to be a separate machine learning uh, keynote that is done by Swami uh, next week's time. Yep. Uh, so, but there's a couple of key things. One of the key things there is actually, uh, we, are, we talked about launching Amazon Cranium. Right, uh, so AWS Cranium. So, it, uh, so what Cranium does is really it enables better deep learning training for machine learning models. And one of the challenges a lot of our customers have is, uh, yes, with uh, a lot of capabilities that is available there, now you can accelerate inference. However, something that's holding a lot of our customers back is really the capability to do machine uh, training of machine learning models in a low cost. Uh, budget sub uh, budget friendly manner. Uh, so what what Cranium does is actually it it is really a, the second machine learning instance that they've launched, which is specializing on deep learning, right? Especially on deep learning training. Um, and this helps to uh, de deliver the machine learning model training in a much better manner, much more cost performance uh, manner. And uh, it takes out uh, quite a lot of cost that's associated with actually the training of the models that's really holding a lot of customers back. Now, what customers will be able to do in the future is that with um, uh, Cranium as well as Inferentia, which we launched last year in Reed, right? which is focused actually on the accelerating of inference, which is effectively about 90% of infrastructure costs for a lot of customers when it comes to machine learning. Yes. Uh, in combination with Inferentia, now Cranium allows customers to do end-to-end -end machine learning from training to accelerating inference. So that's really a great story for a lot of customers. And I've seen a lot of customers use Amazon uh, or AWS for machine learning, and we have over 100,000 customers using machine learning from Amazon, which includes like the big ones like Zillow or Expedia to smaller customers who are startups like Airbnb, et cetera. Uh, so there's a lot of customers who are picking this up and it's really exciting news for a lot of these people to really now get onto that and very quickly do both training as well as inference at a much more low cost. Period. This is part of, a, I guess, an overall strategy we're seeing from AWS to lower the, the barrier of entry to machine learning. Exactly. You've um, launched the marketplace, I think, last year or was it the year before mm -hmm. with um, mm -hmm. where you could, you know, go, you know, consume machine learning models from 
other other places. You've of course got stuff exactly. like Deep Racer to help um, people help people in. We've got a Kiwi competing, yeah. um, Tony Genis, um, and, and I think he's sat in lockdown um, and quarantine. Sorry, right now, spending two weeks um, trying to get his models right. Hopefully, um, yeah. hopefully he can bring home a win for the Kiwis. But there's there's a lot happening in AWS to sort of okay. just lower the um, lower the barrier of entry and help more people get into machine learning. Absolutely, I'm like because uh, as I mentioned, there's going to be a lot more nonsense hopefully coming out with Swami talking about it. But that's what we have been working for a longest period of time. Really, how can we help customers do better recommendations? How can we help them do um, better learning of things that they want really? So in the day, deliver better customer experience for their customers as well. Uh, so things around that. So that's really a big focus area for us and a lot of capability that we have brought across to customers in the market. Awesome. So watch this space. There'll be a keynote on, yes. um, on specifically on this in the next couple of days. We'll that's learn right. a bit more about it. Absolutely. Um, a couple of other things that interested me in the last uh, uh, last couple of days, we saw new outposts and we probably haven't had a great deal mm -hmm. of up, um, uptake of outposts in New Zealand, but with one U and two U mm -hmm. uh, yep. you know, boxes. And you know we know that for some customers, uh, latency is important and uh, local processing for certain applications can be important. Okay. That's kind of made it a lot more accessible uh, to the New Zealand market. Yeah, exactly. I'm like Outpost, we launch Outpost because customers are saying, I really need something closer to home because I have low latency workloads that I want to run closer to home, right? Uh, so Outpost gave the capability of compute storage as well as data analytics uh, and basically the cloud capabilities. In mm. uh, but what you have done now is we have announced the launch of one new and two you like you just said, it's like a single pizza box or two pizza boxes stacked on top of each other um, capability, which you can actually put off in things like small retail outlets yes. uh, so that they can actually run some of this stuff in-house, uh, literally. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the capability that you're bringing. So because some customers have challenges around space for a big refrigerator side rack which is normally the out, uh, outpost rack. Uh, so what we have done is now the smaller IU, 1U and 2U units can really deploy in much smaller space-constrained areas as in certain things like retail outsets. Uh, and of course, just manage same management tools, part of the Absolutely. part of your mm -hmm. re, uh, the region that's local to them and um, easy, easy to plug in and use. Yeah. And I guess similar to the Mac, um, Mac announcements as well. Yeah, cool. that's, really, that's really exciting, isn't it? I'm like, we you know, like this, there's never been anything which enabled Mac OS developers to get something on the cloud. There's millions of developers who develop yep. things on Mac OS really so that they can plug pieces onto Apple uh, ecosystem. Uh, but what we have done is now for the first time, we announced a Mac OS capability on EC2. So you can actually run and uh, what, don't worry about, uh, the developers don't have to worry about uh, doing the heavy lifting. Uh, they can just focus on developing cool stuff for end users and that's, that's what we actually announced on that. Absolutely. And look, we've seen um, hosting companies offer Macs, mm -hmm. hosted Macs mm -hmm. in the past, but I don't think we've ever seen it with the wrap no, around exactly. it. Again, the same management wrap, um, you know, using Thunderbolt to access Nitro-based services, like elastic um, block storage. So it actually, you know, fits into the broader cloud yeah. ecosystem, which is um, cool exactly. to see. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, I, I have got a lot of mates who are actually really big, big time Mac users and Mac, Mac followers. And this is something which they've been asking for a long time. Uh, and we are bringing that capability to a lot of customers here. Uh, but before we close off as well, I also do yes. want to highlight a few other customers locally, like uh, like we got customers like Chassis in New Zealand, like yes. which re almost 
almost revolutionized, or I would say revolutionized the way uh, somebody who's got $5 being able to go in and buy some shares on New Zealand Stock Exchange. Rather than houses, right? Exactly, rather than <laughs> houses at the moment, which is pretty expensive. <laughs> like, uh, or some, in the same manner that somebody who's got $500,000 yep. be able to do that, right? Uh, so Shazi is one of our Activate alumni, uh, part of our startup ecosystem, but they're an awesome job in scaling up and providing that capability to a lot of Kiwis to really not just buy shares locally, but also now buy shares internationally. Absolutely, right? yeah. And that's, they're being powered by Arab so we are super happy that they are able to scale using the capability that we provide to them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, look, yeah. thanks a lot for joining us today. It was um, great to get a recap. And um, we've got couple, two more weeks, I think, worth of um, yes. announcements. Yes, exactly. Right? So there's a lot of things happening. Watch this space. Two more weeks to go. And we'll have similar updates coming up uh, in the near future as well. Uh, yeah, so it's just exciting. I'm um, and, and it's a big experiment which is going on. Going virtual with a very large number yep. of people. Uh, but as with everything else, we are learning as we go. And... and and we are really finding that uh, that experience becoming pretty pretty impressive for a lot of customers. I I enjoyed the keynote, and I I, I didn't think I would watching it remotely. I've, I've been yeah. sort of um been over the virtual conferences, but I actually um I thought it was good. Yeah. Very good All to right. watch. Thanks. So, thank you, Jeremy. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And thank you um to um watching today. We will be bringing you more updates from AWS reInvent, and hopefully you've got some time towards the end of the year to. Uh, watch and soak up a little bit of um, of the new releases and hopefully some interesting stuff there for you.